Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 171 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for speaking to us through your word. Help us hear the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching in John chapter 14. The first verse is powerful. As Jesus said, do not let your hearts be troubled, distressed, agitated. You believe in and adhere to and trust in and rely on God. Believe in and adhere to and trust in and rely also on me. This is a golden nugget, my friend. As I was frustrated today by my to-do list being longer than I had time or felt well enough to do, this verse spoke to me in a real way. We can take comfort in putting our to-do list, our worries, and anxieties in the Lord's hands. Let us surrender everything to God. Verse 6 is clear as Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except by and through me. May this comfort us today. As we believe in Jesus, we are granted access to God the Father. This is an all-important fact for the Christian life. And this is one of the reasons I always say in the four Gospels, I need to be reminded again and again that Jesus is Lord and our salvation comes through him. In verse 7, Jesus verifies this when he said, If you had known me, had learned to recognize me, you would also have known my Father. From now on, you know him and have seen him. This is a very powerful statement if we truly understand it. Then Jesus tells us that he will grant whatever we ask in his name, not so that we will be blessed so much as it is to glorify God. Following right on the heels of this idea is that if we love him, we will follow his commands. He says this in verse 15 and then again in verses 21 and 23. It is important to pay attention to the words Jesus says, especially when they are repeated. In this chapter, there is a lot of repetition. Let us read in all diligence and meditate on his words. Lastly, he wills his peace to us and again tells us not to be troubled. In fact, the Amplified Bible defines his words to mean, Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed, and do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. May the Lord grant us peace today and every day. Let's see what John shares in our last chapter in Revelation, chapter 22. This is a beautiful chapter to read. John was shown the river whose waters gave life, sparkling like crystal, flowing out from the throne of God and of the Lamb. This must have been a spectacular sight. I have often imagined those sparkling waters, and am excited to see them one day. There was a tree of life on both sides of the water. Each could bear twelve different fruits, one kind for every month. According to verse 2, the leaves' purpose were to heal and restore the nations. Again, this sounds so lovely. Perfection was everywhere, and God and His Son are worshipped. His name will be inscribed in our foreheads. God's light will light all of heaven. John was told to worship God alone, and not any of the angels, even the ones who had shown him all these spectacular things. The angels are mere servants, just as John was. In verse 13, John heard, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the before all and the end of all. Let us worship the Lord today. Then Jesus said, I, Jesus, have sent my messenger, angel, to you to witness and to give you assurance of these things for the churches, the assemblies. 
I am the root, the source, and the offspring of David, the radiant and brilliant morning star. Let us worship Jesus today as well. Verse 17 is a gift and a promise to us and says, The Holy Spirit and the bride, the church, the true Christians say, Come, and let him who is listening say, Come, and let everyone come who is thirsty, who is painfully conscious of his need of those things by which the soul is refreshed, supported, and strengthened. And whoever earnestly desires to do it, let him come, take, appropriate, and drink the water of life without cost. Let us drink from the waters and live, my friend. We can do this today as we worship and come into the presence of the Lord. John is also warned not to add anything to what he had seen and to warn others not to add anything either. All the calamities described in this chapter would come upon those who did. The last verse of the Bible, verse 21 of this last chapter says, The grace, blessing, and favor of the Lord Jesus Christ the Messiah be with all the saints, God's holy people, those set apart for God to be, as it were, exclusively His. Amen. So let it be. We are exclusively his. What a wonderful way to end the Bible. When a couple is exclusive, they see no one other than each other. The Lord sees us and keeps us his. We are exclusively his. Meditate on this today. Let's see what's happening in First Chronicles chapter 9. This chapter takes us to the time when Judah had been taken captive by Babylon and the first people to be allowed to return to Jerusalem were the priests the Levites, and those who served in the temple. We read about some of the tribe of Judah, Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh residing in Jerusalem. And then we read about all the people who were given specific tasks to do in the temple. Some were gatekeepers. Some were in charge of all the serving utensils. Some were in charge of the furniture. Some were over food. Some prepared the ointment of spices. Some prepared the showbread. Some sang, and some were priests. All had assigned tasks and served God's purpose. Chapter 10 retells the story of how King Saul and his sons were killed by the Philistines. Verses 13 and 14 say, So Saul died for his trespass against the Lord in sparing Amalek, for his unfaithfulness in not keeping God's word, and also for consulting a medium with a spirit of the dead to inquire pleadingly of it, and inquired not so of the Lord in earnest penitence. Therefore the Lord slew him and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. If you remember, Saul was supposed to kill all the Amalekites because Amalek was against the Israelites when they were delivered out of Egypt. God wanted them obliterated. In 1 Samuel chapter 15, Samuel the prophet told Saul to utterly destroy the Amalekites and all they had, including their livestock. However, Saul took King Agag alive as well as the best of their livestock. The Lord told Samuel he regretted making Saul king because he didn't follow his commands. Saul tried to tell Samuel that he only took the livestock so he could sacrifice them to the Lord. It is important to note that God prefers obedience rather than sacrifice, as is outlined in verse 22. In fact, Samuel tells Saul that rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as idolatry. Samuel had to kill Agag because Saul didn't do it. Harsh accusations are brought against Saul. Let us surrender our obedience to the Lord and ask him to bend our will to his. Again, we have read this story before and read it again now in First Chronicles chapter 10. We will soon read about King David's reign. Let's see what King Solomon has to share with us in Proverbs chapter 21. Verse 3 restates what we just read above and says, To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. God delights in our hearts and following his commands. He tires of sacrifice as was in the Old Testament. Jesus was the final sacrifice. Let us seek to do the right things and let justice rule in our lives. 
There are many verses that address lying, guilty, violence, and the wicked. I am encouraged by verse 21, which says, He who earnestly seeks after and craves righteousness, mercy, and loving kindness will find life in addition to righteousness, uprightness, and right standing with God and honor. Let us continue to seek righteousness in the Lord and find life. Verse 30 tells us there is no human wisdom or understanding or counsel that can prevail against the Lord. Yes, we will never know what God knows or understand what God understands. Let us completely surrender to the one who does know and who does understand. Let us pray. O oh Lord, thank you for your word that continues to show us more about you and your heart. Father, you desire we serve you and do right and act justly. Please help us do what you ask of us. Help us be obedient to you in every way. Soften our hearts so that we are receptive to your gentle whispers. Bend our will to yours. Keep us yours, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.